Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It's important that we tell the truth. The truth is that we are in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. The crisis we face is real and serious and must never be minimized. We need to do all we can to follow the guidelines the health authorities have given to us. Everyone must do their part. That's why I'm speaking today to an empty sanctuary. We have suspended live worship services and Sunday school through the end of the month. I know many of our regular worshipers will be watching the service today on Facebook or on the church website. I'm grateful to Michael Barber and his video team for making this service available for viewing online, and I thank you for watching. This week in the New Yorker magazine, Bill McKibben had an article called Hell is No Other People. He wrote, the strangest thing about the coronavirus is that we can't help one another through it. We can't lay on hands, we can only wash them. In fact, the way we've been explicitly told to help is to stay away from one another. That makes epidemiological sense and it must be done, but it also makes us a little crazy. For social distancing, quarantine and isolation go hard against the gregarious instinct that makes us who we are. Every other time that we face a natural disaster, we come together, and that's only natural. It's an inevitable human response to a crisis. I saw that in Miami when we lived through Hurricane Andrew. In the aftermath of the devastation, people rallied together to help and to support one another. In the wake of an earthquake, a bombing, or a major storm, most people are altruistic, urgently engaged in caring for themselves and those around them, strangers and neighbors, as well as friends and loved ones. But with the coronavirus, none of that is possible. There's little way to be of use except to disappear inside your home so that you can't infect anyone. Indeed, even the places that we gather for solace are increasingly off limits. All of this is wise, of course, and must be followed. The evidence that cutting down on crowds can slow the spread and flatten the curb of eventual infection is clear, dating back to the Spanish flu of 1918. But isolation comes at a real cost. Loneliness turns out to be a huge factor in diminishing human lives. Everything we can measure from immune response to onset of dementia to coronary artery disease is worsened, often dramatically, in people with fewer friends. So we need in this crisis to, to stay, try hard to stay connected. Social distancing does not mean emotional distancing. Pick up the phone, send an email, use your social media, stay connected to those that you love and those who love you.